Time for the 118th quack cast. This one is called People Encouraging Turtle Agony. Yeah, I know, but I wanted PETA to be the acronym. Lest anyone think I am a heartless bastard, I would like it to be known that I do not like to see any creature suffer or die, unless it's for barbecue. I am the kind of person who, when finding a spider in the house, is likely to catch it and toss it outside. I always think, I can't squish the end result of six billion years of evolution. Except mosquitoes. Those I squish with glee. Infection vectors can die, 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 die. I like animals and hate to see them suffer unnecessarily. Except, of course, for the aforementioned barbecue. Like sticking them in needles. Don't do that. Frontal lobes are nice to have. They let you know that pain is coming and provide preparation and compensation. Once I had a steel bar smack me on the head, opening up a six-inch cut to the bone. No, my brain was not affected, thank you very much. My psychopathology predates the head trauma. When the ER doc numbed up the scalp for sutures, he missed the last half inch and I felt the needle. Knowing what was going on, I steeled myself and let him do the last two sutures with no lidocaine, since the needle hurt only a little bit worse than the lidocaine injection. I've had many other unpleasant medical procedures in my 56 years, but knowing what was coming and understanding why it was coming made it easier to tolerate a needle popping into a knee joint or an abdominal drain being discontinued. That was an experience. Animals and young humans, lack the ability to comprehend the what and the why of pain inflicted as part of medicine. Adults can make a conscious decision to endure pain and fool themselves into thinking it may be a benefit, the credo of no pain, no gain. Animals can make no such choice. For example, consider sea turtles, who apparently are subjected to all sorts of nonsense at the New England branch of Guantanamo Betnoite, the New England Aquarium including acupuncture and laser therapy. This is obvious. I am no veterinarian. The only animal of which I have any understanding of anatomy and physiology is a human. But even with that background, it is remarkable what is reported from New England. I used to say that the B students went into journalism. Given the credulous reporting, perhaps the standards have been lowered further. They certainly have been lowered for marine biologists and veterinarians who are evidently extremely shortchanged in their education. Several hundred turtles were washed ashore in New England after a severe storm. They were hypothermic, injured, infected, and malnourished, and so were transferred to the New England Aquarium for care. It sounds like the animals were quite ill. Some animals were not getting better rapidly enough with conventional medicine. You know, conventional medicine based on known reality, the application of physiology, biology, anatomy, epidemiology, etc. to disease that has led to an astounding increase in life expectancy and a relief from innumerable diseases that have long plagued humankind. So they decided to inflict a pair of fantasy-based, I'm sorry, I mean alternative therapy on some of the turtles. Alternative not based on physiology, biochemistry, anatomy, epidemiology, and has never had an impact on any important disease ever. At first I read the headline with the obligatory pun, Slowpokes, 
acupuncture helps hypothermic turtles. As the acupuncture being used to help hypothermia, which made me laugh. Turtle thermoregulation is complex, but just moving them from cold sea to warm lab should raise their temperature. But then I realize I misinterpreted the headline. Acupuncture was being used as an ineffective therapy for conditions other than hypothermia. To summarize acupuncture, which has been discussed at length on this podcast and in gruesome detail over at Science-Based Medicine, its principles, those of meridians and key, are fictional. I tried to find a meridian map of turtles, and I failed. I found a meridian map of a pig, a cat, a dog, a cow, and a horse, but no turtle. Not that it matters, since the meridians are all fantasy. The horse, which has no gallbladder, has a gallbladder meridian. Although, conveniently, it has nothing to do with the gallbladder. Quote, Although the horse does not have a gallbladder organ as such, the meridian is the same as in the human, and it has a lot to do with the integrity of ligaments, especially in the hips and pelvis. End quote. Like I said, fantasy anatomy, fantasy physiology. I note again that on every human and animal acupuncture map, there are no meridians or acupuncture points in the genitalia. Ironically, no important life energy runs through the reproductive organs, perhaps explaining why there is no acupuncture-based or alternative therapy of any kind, for that matter, birth control. Although a few needles in the genitalia could certainly have a negative effect on reproduction. Acupuncture does not have any effect on physiologic processes outside those that determine perception. It doesn't matter where you put the needles or even if you use needles. Twirled toothpicks have the same efficacy. Acupuncture only has effects on subjective outcomes and only if the receiver is a believer and thinks that they are receiving acupuncture. I am always amused by those who note sticking a needle into flesh yields a pain response. Quote, the mechanism of underlying pain relief after insertion of needles are unknown, but it has been suggested that it may involve recruitment of the body's own pain reduction system, possibly attended by an increased release of endorphins, serotonin, norepinephrine, and gamma-aminobutyric acid. Huh. Acupuncture causes the physiologic response one would expect from the noxious stimuli of being poked with a needle. Huh. Or I suppose hitting one's toe with a hammer. I've always thought that should be a new form of alternative medicine. Acupuncture does not, as the press report says, quote, reduce stress, increase blood flow, and boost the immune system, end quote. As you know from prior podcasts, anytime you see the phrase, boost the immune system, they don't know what they're talking about. Can an animal have a response to a therapy whose entire result is dependent on higher level cognitive functions that convince the receiver that they are improved? That the effect is the same as your mother kissing your injury to make it better? A turtle's going to respond that way? It would have been interesting if they compared mothers kissing the turtle to acupuncture. But let's just say I am, well, skeptical. In all the photographs, the turtles look nonplussed although they appear to be holding the poor animal so it cannot escape. But then, every turtle in every picture looks nonplussed. Expressive facies are not in the reptilian repertoire, 
except for our reptilian overlords. Not like some dogs who, to my anthropomorphizing eye, do not look happy being stuck with needles when I Google dog acupuncture. So, I am an ill turtle. I'm infected, injured, starving. I have been hauled out of my usual environment, taken out of the water, held on a table by enormous creatures who are sticking me with needles. I would think that the turtle would, in its tiny I-don't-want-to-get-eaten brain, be having the turtle equivalent of, no, 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 I don't want to die. But probably that's me who thinks that the whole process of worthless needling would only be stressful for the turtle. The turtle gets combined reality and fantasy-based therapies and gets better. And the fantasy-based therapy, i.e. the acupuncture, gets some of the credit. Quote, Dexter and Fletcher Moon have already had three acupuncture sessions, scheduled once a week. Those two turtles really had very limited limb use and they weren't eating. We are seeing improved limb use and improved appetite. They are eating on their own, which is fantastic. McManus, the acupuncturist, was restrained when describing her reactions to the results. It makes me feel very happy, McManus said. Acupuncture is not an alternative to conventional medicine. They are also receiving Western treatment as well. But the fact that it can work in conjunction with other treatments they are getting makes me very happy. One plus zero is still one. Although the stress of being punctured may have slowed their recovery, it is the usual mistake of crediting effects where there is none. It is nice that, unlike most acupuncturists, human and animal, all the photographs show the practitioners using gloves, although everyone appears to be wearing gloves when handling the turtles, so it's probably not out of worry of acupuncture contamination. I'm extrapolating from humans and am probably an error in applying what I know to turtles. When humans have severe pneumonia or other severe infectious diseases or trauma, like these turtles, the inflammatory response may be followed by an anti-inflammatory response. A week or two into their hospitalization, and a patient may have increased risk of infection, not only from all the interventions, but also because their immune system is at a nadir. The greater the initial result, the greater the subsequent immune dysfunction and the risk of infection. Stress is bad in the hospital. Take the stress of the initial insult, add infections and malnutrition, add being held down and poked with needles, and then, with new holes in your hide, tossed into bacteria-laden salt water that you poop in. That can't be good. Years ago, I was sitting in the wards at a hospital in Los Angeles when a patient started yelling in pain. The surgeon had ordered sugar for an open wound, and the cafeteria had sent up salt by mistake, making the old aphorism all too real. I doubt the needles were causing enough damage to the hide to sting when they were placed back in the salt water, nor allow the bacteria in the water a chance for a toll hold, or should that be a pill eye hold? But who can say? Yertle ain't talking, and, like all turtles all the time, looks unfazed. The preponderance of data suggests that acupuncture effects are almost entirely in the mind of the beholder. The well-designed studies demonstrate that the effects are due almost entirely to bias and are clinically trivial. A placebo effect, 
the archetype of which is Penn and Teller's episode on magnetism. A gutter downspout was bent into the shape of a giant magnet and painted to look like a magnet. And guess what? The patient had an effect from having fake therapy. That is the basic mechanism of all alternative medicine, including acupuncture. It's a giant fake magnet. And when searching the PubMed for clinical trials in animals, other than humans, for acupuncture and found little. Although, of course, human trials are animal trials. Acupuncture, being the needling equivalent of faux magnets, makes experiments and therapies on animals a little discomforting. There are many animal models for acupuncture, and I would wonder if it crosses an ethical Rubicon. Is it okay to do study on animals when prior plausibility of efficacy is as close to zero as one could want? And well-done clinical trials show that you need higher cognitive abilities to get efficacy from acupuncture, which animals lack. Is it okay to poke a turtle to induce a marginal placebo effect, unless of course you're tenderizing the meat, when it lacks the higher functions to generate such an effect? At some level, are not all animal acupuncture studies animal abuse? I wonder. Animal acupuncture also raises other questions. Are rat, dog, or turtle meridians the same as humans? If so, why? Genetics? Is the key the same? If so, why? Does a species as evolutionarily removed from humans as a sea turtle have the same response to acupuncture? And does the shell not have any acupuncture sites? If not, why not? It appears from the pictures on the webs they only targeted the soft structures. Again, maybe tenderizing the meat. If human meridians map onto reptiles, are they not missing important sites hidden under the shell, leading to a misalignment of energy flow? Like balancing only two tires on a car? Of course, asking reality-based questions about acupuncture is like asking what the genetic differences are between orcs, elves, and hobbits. It is all fiction. At some level, I can understand trying acupuncture, as it has a certain cachet in popular culture, albeit an undeserved one. Most people are not going to wander the pages of science-based medicine or listen to this podcast looking for a critical appraisal of acupuncture. But lasers? Really? Laser therapy is nuts, unless you'd like to get all your therapeutic interventions from advertising copy. Quote, when all the results were in, in, it turned out this turtle had a systemic infection. We started treating the infection, but the swelling did not seem to diminish. We continued the antibiotics. We also started using laser for the edema swelling of the joint area. How does laser therapy work? Well, I found this at the Companion Therapy Laser Site. Quote, the Companion Laser Therapy System sends photons, or packets of light energy, deep into tissues without damaging it. These photons are absorbed within the mitochondria of the cells and induce a chemical change called photobiomodulation. This light energy then inspires production of ATP in the cell. ATP is the fuel or energy cells need for repair and rejuvenation. Injured or impaired cells do not make this fuel at an optimal rate. Increased ATP production leads to healthier cells, healthier tissues, and 
healthier animals. Show of hands. Does this odd modified photosynthesis make sense to anyone? I guess the biochemistry of turtles and animals resembles plants more than I suspected. And why did this make sense to the veterinarians at the New England Aquarium? The closest explanation I could find of this bizarro statement was, quote, ATP production, according to Kremer's research, is not based on chemical energy release, as is taught in universities today, but rests on the absorption of photons of light from the zero-point quantum medium. <gasps> quantum medicine for turtles. For those of you who prefer your gibberish more sciency, you can go to Science-Based Medicine and read an incoherent paragraph on how the mitochondria absorb photons like plants do and how we're all just basically photosynthesizing. I suspect that the laser they used is not producing a zero-point quantum medium. As to why they further stressed the turtle with useless laser therapy, I cannot say. I suppose the internet said it would help. In the photos, the turtle has the same stoic expression that marks the species, but I can't imagine that from the turtle's perspective, the process is any less terrifying than a shark coming at them. Three large animals holding it down, preventing fight or flight, and flashing them with a worthless laser. I just hope that that laser unit was donated to the New England Aquarium. As best I can tell, they cost between 18900 and 27900 depending on the model. My fish would be fried if I was a member of that aquarium, and I assume that they're chronically begging for money, and saw that they wasted that money on buying a laser unit. I am grateful they saved the turtles, but I hope I do not come back in the next life as a turtle. I'll probably be a rabbit in a syphilis experiment. Cold, starving, injured, and infected, thrown from the sea, held down to prevent escape, and then poked with needles and flashed with lasers. Beats dying on the beach, I suppose, but I hope my caregivers have a little more sense and education in the next life. And that ends the 118th QuackCast. Now that you've done this, go online. Hey, write me some reviews. My fragile yet ravenous ego demands it. References for all my podcasts can now be found at Science Based Medicine. Bye-bye.